This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Rights Heating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. As we look back at some 2023 moments we remember over these next few days between Christmas and New Year's, let's recall two Danville buildings that entered new eras this year. First, the Vermilion County Administrative Building at 201 North Vermilion. Once upon a time, it was the Danville Post Office, but now it will continue to hold major Vermilion County offices, like for the county board, clerk, treasurer, and more, but under a new name, the Joseph G. Cannon Building. Efforts were underway before 2023 to honor former U.S. Speaker of the House Danville's own Joseph G. Cannon right around the 100th anniversary of the first issue of Time magazine with Speaker Cannon on the cover, dated March 3rd of 1923. When the ceremony this year took place Friday, May 5th, former Congressman John Shimkus was the keynote speaker. Very few people are been Speaker of the House. They're the second in line to the president. He had a very successful career, and people need to know that. You know, the other thing it just speaks to is he had a very um, hard scrabble upbringing. That also sends a message to everyone, young, old. Keep pushing forward. I mean, you can go from someone who's pushing two pennies together to the Speaker of the House. The MC for the ceremony, state rep at the time, Mike Marin, stated beforehand outside along Vermilion Street that this was a special day worth waiting for. Just, I think, a fitting way on a beautiful day to honor the memory of Speaker Joe Cannon and uh, officially name this beautiful, beautiful building that we have here in the community because of Speaker Cannon uh, in his honor. Later in the year, in September, a much smaller but just as well-known building was undergoing a change. Custard Cup was for sale. Co-owners Rodney Smart and Doug Jarling approached Ag Exchange about hosting a live auction, which took place October 26th at Turtle Run. The winning bid was $250,000, but the bidder was not there in person. We later found it to be former Custard Cup employee and current operations manager for Connections for the Homeless in Evanston, Andrew Siebert. He later told us, don't worry, the building stays. We're definitely going to be preserving the iconic structure um, that is the Custard Cup to so many of us. I can't even imagine the Custard Cup being in a different building in Danville. There may be a few things we have to do, but overall the building is in really great shape. Seaburn also told us that he might even bring a new flavor or two to Custard Cup. He mentioned a huckleberry flavor that he came across during travels out west. But for now, the plan is for Custard Cup to open its 75th season under new ownership on March 15th, 2024. Well, children will not have to confront their alleged abusers in court with a new Illinois law that begins New Year's Day. House Bill 2607 was introduced by State Rep. Adam Niemerg and states that a child under 13 years of age shall testify outside the courtroom when warranted. The law is set to take effect again New Year's Day, and Niemerg said the law is all about helping children. Uh, the, the just of it is it's, it's to help children that are victims of uh, sexual assault and to give them better opportunities to have their voices be heard in a court of law. Niemerg is proud to have this measure become law. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not done yet, um, but I can look back and say this, this was something that was very important and, um, 
and something that helped a lot of people. Once again, that's House Bill 2607 taking effect the 1st of January. Now, meanwhile, a series of new laws set to take effect for the new year are many that deal with Illinois public schools. One law provides that a school building's emergency and crisis response plan must include a way for law enforcement to rapidly enter a school building in the event of an emergency. Another law allows a substitute teacher who has filled a vacancy left by a licensed teacher to teach in an emergency situation for 90 days or until the end of the semester. The bill's sponsor, State Senator Meg Lagren Kappel, a former teacher. The best experiences I had when I was growing in the profession was when I was mentored. It built strong relationships between my colleagues and I, and whether it was informal or formal mentoring, we had each other to lean on. Schools are now required to provide instruction on the dangers of fentanyl to high school students and also maintain a supply of opioid reversal agents on the premises. From the Vermilion County First dot com news studios, I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.